Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hey there, how is it going? It's going well, how are you? I am doing all right. This is uh, Wednesday, February 9th. Yes. And uh, we are rolling toward uh, the Super Bowl. Yes. No. We didn't talk. Four days. I think, I think Reagan sat in for me on Friday. Yes. Did you guys talk? Well, there was no Pro Bowl yet. Hadn't happened yet. What uh, happened? No, you guys talked on Monday. Yeah, we talked after the Pro Bowl. Yes. So okay. It was a little bit afterwards. And you, did you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we talked about yeah. the... Um, interesting game that it was. I think they should just turn it into a flag, like legitimately make it flag football. Like do something where, you know, you'd have to figure out what to do about the linemen or whatever. Um, You know, make it fun. Maybe don't play with helmets. I mean, helmets you could do. And pads. No, but you could do, you could just do a really fun flag because that's kind of what it is. It is technically, but like. It's like two hand touch out there. It is. Well, not even that. It's more like touch. It's like one hand touch. Yeah, at times, I you talked about on 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 the Monday episode. I I just mentioned like just just scrap with the game altogether and then just do the, do the, skills. the skills challenge. Well, no, but do the skills and then make a game, make a flag football game, and then but like, make the game like shorter, like make it like a skills challenge, and then make the skills challenge over a couple of days for a few hours or whatever. Yeah, because there's tons you can do. That's like an endless possibility of fun yeah. challenges you can do with these guys, and yeah. I, they love it. They love doing that. And type then make of thing. it in Hawaii. Make it somewhere. Make it exotic. Like, make it yeah, exotic location. somewhere cool that the players can go and celebrate the uh, job well done for the season have fun do some fun things but like i don't know not that i mean i haven't seen the ratings so i don't know it what said like six million people watched it what? so if six million <laughs> if six million people watch it they're probably not going to change it when a million, million people, people watch it, it they might change it and i saw on twitter a bunch of people yelling screaming about it yeah well including Dion sanders who said this is a joke yeah well if people watch it, they're not going to change it. Why the other they? suggestion I had it, it, to make it more fun is put it in the middle of the regular, or right after the regular season be- ends and right before the playoffs begins. Uh, yeah, and then but just then do there's that. too much possibility for injury. You know, they got all the the Super Bowl, you know, players are held out. They don't go. Right. Yeah. Only teams that aren't playing anymore. And if you go, you can't do it right. But if before. you do like regular, right, right, and regular, that. right yeah. as that regular, too season. much risk. No, no, it'll, no. Give you, it'll be even less so. No, but like if you, put, they'll, they'll want to play the game on a chessboard instead. No, like, but if you put them in regular season. People that are in the playoffs don't go. It's just the people yeah. that are eliminated. Then it's not an all-star game. Yeah. It's the people who couldn't make the playoffs game. Well, it technically still is, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's the team that plays players that didn't make the Super Bowl. Okay? Hmm. There's a difference. Yeah. Big difference. Big difference. All right, so Tom Brady goes on somebody's podcast. It's his podcast. The it Let's was go his podcast. podcast? The Let's Go Podcast. All right. And he just basically says, well, you know, you never do know. You know, I'm retired now. It's what I want to do, my decision. And But you never know how I might feel in the future, right? So then yeah, everybody starts speculating. Yeah. He's coming back out of retirement at some point. Yeah. I just think he's just, you know, a guy just talking, you know, about he just probably loud. He's, it's probably like he's just talking at, like, like uh, just remembering everything that, that happened. Uh, sure, and it's I gonna just, be tough when the season rolls around. Yeah, of course, and, and like, especially you know, like off-season training, OTAs yeah. and stuff. He'll, he'll want to. He'll have a desire to come back. Will he come back? I doubt it. Uh, it's not like there won't be a market for him, but it would be hard to get him from retirement life back into the NFL. Uh, a lot of people have tried it. Uh, not a whole lot of success there, Gronk but did it. Gronk did it, but he was out for multiple good years. Chunk of this season. But I mean, I just don't see him actually uh, coming back and playing at this point, unless he. 
right before the season begins, decides let's go for it again. This season, if he doesn't come back this season, I think it's going to be one of those things that he's just got to get past the mental blockade of going through a full season and doing all the, with all of that. After he does it one time and he does it for a successful season, it'll probably become easier for him to just be like, okay, this is now my life. This is what we're doing now. Yeah. This is how it works. But we're going to hear a lot of stuff up until the season actually ends next year, which is going to be quite a bit of time. But we'll hear stuff about Tom Brady saying stuff about the season and talking like this. It's like cryptic message. Everyone's going to read into it because that's what the media loves to do is read into this type of thing Yep. Uh, and, and talk. But I think it's more like a perspective that he's thinking of. Like right now I'm retired, but I mean, I, I they we've been talking about it, the fact that his family, he wants to be part of like more involved with his family, not in the football and stuff. So that's probably his perspective is like, I'm yeah. retired right now, but I'll probably join back in. But in reality, he knows that it's now time for his family. He's done yeah. everything he needs to do yep. in the NFL. He's no one's gonna really catch up to him anytime soon. His records right, are gonna stand yep. for quite some time. So there's really nothing else left to prove. Now just enjoy it from your couch and not have to get banged up over and over again. Yep. Maybe so, even become a coach. Sure. Well, like maybe that. own a team. I mean, yeah, he could do that as He's well. Got the resources, or would you know be able to get the resources together? So Gronk, who we just mentioned, uh, he has not said anything about what he's going to do in terms of retirement right well he said if you had st- it was like two weeks ago he said if you asked me today i would retire but okay. i don't know what i'm doing yet. yeah so he's kind of yeah. like well he likes uh he likes young joe burrow uh up there in cincinnati wouldn't mind catching balls from him i think he's only gotten you know over the course of his career all the balls like have two you know, touchdowns most of the balls from have someone come else from uh tommy boy yeah yeah, I, I, that would be interesting to see him go because I've, I've seen some people compare Was Joe he on Burrow a one-year deal Brady. in Tampa, do you know? Uh, probably. Th- probably. Yeah. I don't think they probably signed him for more than that. Uh, but, I mean, it would be shocking if he did that and moved uh, from Tampa to go to Cincinnati for any period of time. Uh, his family, uh, his mom, and I think a couple of his brothers live in Tampa as is. So it, it's there's a lot of tension connections there. Plus, Tom Brady lives there now. So it would be kind of surprising if he went. But if he, if he went, I imagine it would be like a one-year deal. Just go play for, uh, yeah. Joe Burrow. Try to get back in the Super Bowl with a, a championship-winning team. See what he can do there. And then finally hang it up. I would be actually surprised if he played longer than Tom Brady. Now, granted, Tom, he re- uh, retired for multiple years. So... There's that. But, I mean, if he played past when Tom Brady retired, it would be kind of shocking to me because it, I, it seemed like, to me, Gronk like, is more one of those players that retires because his body can't handle the emotional strain uh, or the physicality strain of, of football and he can't get hit that many times over and over again. That's where I, why he retired uh, previously. So I would figure he would retire first. But if he's leaving the door open to a possible, uh, a possible play for someone else, I mean – the Bengals I probably would like to have him there and you get that type of target that he is. Um, it would just kind of boost their roster in a, in a way. But if he did it, he would have to be sure that this would be a Super Bowl caliber team. So I think one of the things that would kind of either make or break it for him is if the Bengals end up winning the Super Bowl uh, this year. Uh, if they do that, maybe he'll try to join the bandwagon, do it a year, see what he can do, see if he can be helpful in the organization. Uh, try to get another Super Bowl ring because he doesn't have enough of those already, and then retire and just join Tampa uh, or uh, join Tom Brady in retirement, and just yep. live the retirement life once again. Hang out on the beach. I mean, because he already had the retirement life, but Tom Brady wasn't part of that. Now That's they right. can now both they can do it be, together. No, they can and, be in, and in the, and in the, and in Tampa, which is a lot better than retiring in New England because New England's well, the exact opposite in temperature wise. So cold. It's a lot better, it's cold. a lot better situation. It's cold up there. 
Uh, let's uh, let's jump over to the NBA. The NFL season's rapidly coming to a close. Super Bowl. There's being, only like four days left. Yep, yeah, being next weekend, so it's uh, it's getting close. And then uh, and then we're going to be left with uh, basketball for a while here uh, before baseball gets gets going. Um, so the Lakers are done with Russell Westbrook. True. It would seem that way. Uh, they don't trust him at all to, to get anything done. They've benched him like three or four times at the tail end of games, uh, games that he's either blown out in or games where they could come back in, and they just they brought they bring different guys in because they don't think he's playing well enough with uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis and this organization, this roster, uh, and so they're just kind of keeping him on the bench and kind of playing him a little bit here and there, not really doing a whole lot with him. Obviously. He hasn't played great. I think he probably feels like he probably probably is regretting this decision of transferring to Lakers and chasing the uh, the, the the ring with the with the Lakers and not going with the with the Wizards and that chemistry he's built with Bradley Beal and company. Probably wishes he stayed there and not uh, made this move in his career as it's been kind of it would seem kind of brutal for him. He he, he come on he came out and said multiple comments after the game against Milwaukee, such as he's been playing well enough that he deserves to be in the lineup. I don't know why I'm getting benched over and over again, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, if you were able to win basketball games, they wouldn't keep you on the bench for, uh, for, for this long and not really let you play. But I, I mean, when the first season even began, uh, like, like we mentioned earlier that the Lakers seem like the type of team where I was talking about a playoff contender, uh, um, an NBA championship contender, all that stuff. Uh, and I thought Russell Westbrook would be good a little add-on because he's great at making pass and great at making assists, the triple uh, triple doubles are what he's really good at making. But now you look at the season and he's struggling with shooting, which we already knew was a thing. But is it entirely his fault? I don't know because Anthony Davis and LeBron James can't stay healthy. It's been the curse of uh, of their entire careers where they just can't stay healthy for any exp- uh, extended period of time, especially uh, Anthony Davis. And if you can't stay healthy, I don't know if you can fully assign blame on one guy. Uh, it just seems like there's an it's an blown experience, experiment, and now they just want to see if they can part ways with them. But they kind of are refusing. They're kind of dragging their feet on any sort of a deal. They refuse to throw in a uh, first round pick for 2027, which is like uh, a good a good three. No way, we're in 2022, so five years down the road, they refuse to do that for and give Russell Westbrook. So if they're not able to do, they're not going to be probably be able to pull off any sort of a deal uh, for the next couple. Because uh, I mean, the 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 trade deadline ends in. I think on the 11th. So they're running out of time very rapidly to get rid of Russell Westbrook. But if he, if they don't end up playing, he's going to end up corrupting the locker room in the form of he's going to get upset. And there's all that stuff that goes with NBA superstars that get kind of upset. And then they start ruining the locker room and all that stuff. And obviously he wants to play cause he's a, he's a competitor, but I would have to think that after a ride like this, he's going to have a hard time finding a team that's going to want him, uh, a, a suitor that's going to be willing to pay him uh, a big contract or any contract at this point. You got to think that maybe it might have ruined his legacy a little bit, ruined his uh, resume a little bit. Uh, maybe it will change if in the playoffs he becomes even better a player and is able to boost them a little bit more as they are in the playing tournament, like I think the ninth yeah. spot uh, in their uh, in their conference. So maybe they can pick things up and turn things around. But any team they play is going to be really difficult, so they're going to need a lot out of him. 
But, I mean, I think it's going to be one of those things that if you want them to improve, especially in the regular season, I get you can't lose games, but if you're already losing games and you're already struggling, let them have some time on the court. Let them try to build confidence back up because if you bench players, even superstars, starts to get to their head a little bit. They start yep. playing worse. And that might be why we've seen a little bit of a slip down because he's not giving them enough time. Um, and, I mean, this Lakers team has really just hit the abort button. I mean, they're just, like, yeah. try to get rid of as many players as yeah. we possibly can before the trade deadline. The issue is no one wants them because yeah. they're not playing well enough. So, yeah. at this point, they're kind of stuck in a situation that they've kind of created for themselves, thinking it was the type of team that was a that was a championship contender. Now they're looking at themselves and saying, how are we even going to survive in the playoffs, hoping they don't get eliminated round one again. And then there's all the drama of that maybe even LeBron James ends up leaving in the next couple of years to chase the championship. Or if someone else uh, drafts his son, he said he wants to play with his son in the NBA. Oh, so he could just When's he supposed jump to be ship. Uh, you can look that up. I think he's either a, I think he's a senior, right? Okay. Last year, maybe the second last year right. in high school. Or, okay, well, he's getting close then, the next year or two. Yeah, he's getting really close to being being like that. So that's why they're starting to talk about him more. I mention it, but so if they can't pull things together quickly, you have to imagine that a lot of these players, Carmela, uh, Anthony, uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, they're going to all walk. So you need to figure out what you're going to do with these guys and see if you can plug yeah. a good game plan in that uses and utilizes these guys well enough to the point where they're like, okay, I'll stay. But right now, I just don't see that happening for them, and they're kind of they're kind of stuck in their own in their own way a little bit there. Yeah. Okay. Well, somebody else who's stuck in his own way is James Harden, the beard. The beard. In Brooklyn. Apparently, he wants out. I think we've talked about this in the past. He yeah. wants to go to Philly. Yeah. Now. It, it, it's a very complicated story because I've heard things like, no, definitely no trade negotiations happening between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's definitely happened. They're definitely talking between each other. I'm like, what? which one do what I believe here? On? But all I know is James Harden says he wants out. He doesn't like... It's the most lame excuse ever to move out of team. He doesn't like the spacing uh, of the Nets, and he wishes that was more. I, I think it's more than just the spacing of your of your uh, of your team that you want out of a team this badly. But yeah, he wants to he wants a trade happening. Uh, the Seventy Sixers want a trade to happen. We talked about that. Um, but I, I, it's weird. Like the two teams that were supposed to be like the best of the best this season, the Nets and the Lakers, are both the teams that are like, how do we get rid of these players because they're not yeah. clicking in the way that we were yeah, really hoping like they're to. Like the coast to coast mega teams, right? Right, and I, I think that's this speaks to two things. Uh, one, you can't create a, a, a super team, a, a big three. And if you're going to try, don't do it with old players because in basketball, for whatever reason, the longevity just doesn't work. I think it's because they have to play offense and defensively. We've seen um, Kevin Durant deal with a lot of injuries. We've seen James Harden deal with a lot of injuries. We've seen, obviously, for the Lakers, like I mentioned, a bunch of injuries over there on that side. So I, I think this is probably one of the last times we'll see in the NBA a, a dive like this for a little while because teams that truly succeed are those that use a bunch of good pieces that all rally around to help uh, and, and become a great team. It's not usually just three guys that are superstars in the NBA and then throw them into there. And it's also because there's only five guys on a court at a time and the, and the reserves aren't that much. So there's always all, all of that as well. But I'd like to see James Harden. I'd like to see this big three kind of split up a little bit and be put to other teams because that's when teams start to truly be good. Uh, I, I just think they just kind of put all their eggs in one basket, the superstar basket, and that, that was a risk they ran. They tried it last season, got eliminated by Milwaukee 
I think that was like the last round before the the championship round when they got eliminated by like one game. Yeah, they got close. It was just injuries that kind of kept them out there. But they've got to fix things up. Uh, I think it, they got basically no time to figure this out. So if they're gonna make the deal, I I, I saw that like the Nets are might get a pretty big trade package for James Harden. I, I think they said like Seth Curry, uh, Thibault, and um, uh, Drummond, I think was in that deal and Ben Simmons, like four players for one that they're cause they just really want to get, they just need a guy. Like, I think they just really want a guy like James Harden to come on their roster. And I've heard complaints uh, about the fact that they're both in the same division and you have to go through each other to get to the other round. Are you helping the enemy? Are you kind of building them up, strengthening them up? Is that something that you should be watching out for? That's obviously a legitimate concern, but there seems like there's more to it than just that. I think they're just, they just really want this headache off their shoulders. I think they think there's a lot of upside to uh, to to uh, James Harden uh, and what he can do. And I believe that the, uh, a team with Ben Simmons for the Nets, I think they actually become a better team than they were with James Harden at the helm. I think Ben Simmons does more defensively and is exactly what the Nets need because the Nets are... I think the problem with the Nets, if you were to sum it up, I think the problem with the, both the super teams was the Lakers are injured too much. So they can't get healthy and stay on yeah. the court together. With the Nets, it's no defense. They can't seem to have defense for an extended period of time and therefore have been really struggling in recent memory. So I think bringing a guy like Ben Simmons in would just end up helping that whole thing. Um, and I think that's something they need to be looking at. But they only have like a day left to make this this trade happen. So if we see it happen, I think it'll happen pretty early in the morning around like 10 central time or whatever. It's usually maybe even earlier nine or whatever. But I think this is going to happen probably early in the morning. We'll probably wake up to a news of James Harden trade is my okay. guess because so you think it's imminent. I th- it has to be based on everything I've heard. Everyone that's like inside the NBA has told me that they both really want this deal done and they're in the middle of talking and getting things done. So if they're in the middle of talking, both of them want the deals done. Obviously I'm not, inside the nba like that so yeah. i've got to believe these guys so yeah i'll believe it i say it has to happen i think it's an eminent and i think it's going to happen probably by tomorrow morning because it right. has to because the trade okay. deadline okay all right so on friday we'll have our super bowl predictions yes pretty exciting that'd be fun uh what did your record end up being through the playoffs do you have that uh, i believe it was seven and three seven and three not too bad not too bad okay uh, so we'll have our Super Bowl prediction um, predictions, uh, but in the meantime, we are going to have a little trivia question um, that uh, that we will try to answer on Friday. Okay. Right? So yeah. I so you have the you know the answer. I know the answer. Yes. So you're basically asking me and the listeners the this trivia, trivia question, yes. and then we got to try to stay off the internet because the internet is not good for things like this, particularly when you give people that much time to figure it out yes exactly it's not on the spot uh so go ahead let's hear the trivia question so it's the honor system the honor system yes yeah so don't use the internet see if you can figure it out so the this year will feature the youngest head coach matchup in history in super bowl history okay so the two coaches will be the youngest that they've ever been playing each other in his in 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 uh, in the play or in the super bowl what uh when was the when was the two oldest head coaches in nfl history playing each other in the super bowl okay i think i i think i know the an- well you might know the answer were they the two oldest at the time that they were coaching or are they the two oldest that in, have N- ever- in N- history the two oldest to, to coach the two oldest to coach in the uh, in the super bowl to the coach head to head in the super bowl yes, the, the two oldest, oldest the two oldest the yeah. oldest in history in history that's the question uh, hmm. hmm 
Hmm. Think through it. Can I ask you any questions about it? Yeah, you got a question for it? Yeah, like... Yes or no questions. Would you say... Yeah, so uh, would this be like modern... Air, well, can we chunk this out? Can we say, did this happen... You did, can't chunk it out, but you can ask questions. So like, I can't say, did this game happen after 1980? Oh, you, you can ask that, sure. I mean, that's that's a big okay. window. You can't ask, though, did it happen in the last two years or no, whatever, That's right? fine. Just Narrow has it, it happened since... Oh, yeah, it's happened way before... Oh, it happened way after, okay. <laughs> way after that. Okay, I think I have an idea. I think I actually have an idea, but I'm not going to share it. Already. You can until, uh, put until it out Friday. on Friday. All right. So with that, listeners, thanks for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please do. Uh, otherwise, we will catch you um, on next time on the Friday episode. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you, John. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Always fun. All right. See, see you. God bless.